Welcome to yet another terrifying filler episode of Love and Justice. Sorry about the delay in getting this episode up. My combination of daytime and nighttime obligations during this Halloween season has really done a number on my sleep schedule, which in turn has made it difficult to keep up with my schedule in general. Plus, thanks to Tumblr, I found the recent TV broadcast of the Japanese version of the Frank Wildhorn Death Note musical in its entirety. So naturally watching that has been pretty time consuming. Hashtag priorities. Anyway, the good news is we'll have new episodes of the podcast both today and tomorrow. Today's episode will, of course, as I mentioned last time, cover episode 11 of the 90s anime and feature returning guest host Megan Salinas, who actually introduced me to the Death Note musical in the first place, so you can blame her for the delay between episodes. And tomorrow's episode will be our Halloween special, covering a significantly more terrible musical, Seramu Last Dracul Jyokoku. More on that tomorrow. For now, it's all about cheap Disneyland ripoffs and surprisingly advanced animatronics. dressed just like him hiding because it was like at the lion cages Mm -hmm. and then have everyone look at the scene where the people get attacked Mm -hmm. have them get dragged into the corn so you're like where did they go and And then have the guy show up over here and the guy at the top of the hill just duck behind a ridge or something or like have a real facade facade and have him disappear i think the moral of the story is that you should just take the ghost kitty train you should always take the kitty train unless you need to get across the theme park very quickly because the kitty train (laughs) goes very slowly sorry i was i was told no more stop and go (laughs) well that's what happens when you let pandas yeah when you let (laughs) first of all why just why was there okay like i'm gonna get real with you for a second the these animatronics this is supposed to be 1993 yeah. maybe maybe still 1992 these are the most advanced these are the most advanced animatronics i have ever seen in my life it is 2015 okay well, i'm fairly certain that controlling a train requires thumbs <laughs> and individual fingers yeah, pandas don't have that and not yeah. adorable panda paws <laughs> although he was a very adorable conductor wasn't he just the <laughs> he cutest he was cute he was definitely cute. but i will say that like this um and and don't get me wrong this is without a doubt probably my favorite sailor moon one-off bad guy <laughs> but like the especially with having so many five nights at freddy's uh games come out in the yeah, last year totally this like the idea of like evil animatronics, animatronics was yeah. completely underutilized in this episode. I totally agree. And, and Why didn't it, the other animals was, become monsters? Right, and I was going to say, to the point that because the other animals didn't become <laughs> monsters, I was kind of like... Uh, are they actually animals? Was she lying? Like, well, because we we indicate from Ray that these animatronics are extremely dangerous I know. to the point where she's freaking out yeah, but, when there's a kid on but one really, of them. really, there's no payoff yeah. for that at no. all. Also, <laughs> Just... 
Let just, me... She has a bad feeling, and yeah. the bad feeling derives from the dream princess or the princess of dreams or whatever you want to call yeah. it. So, okay, yeah, that leads me to a point. Um, the theme of this park was dreamland, princess of dreams, it's right, but also, candy. But also candy. But candy. <laughs> However... None of the animals are mm-hmm. candy-colored magical. No, they're, they're legit animals. Like, a, that was mm-hmm. why I thought they might actually be animals in there the There was end. a tiger. There were hedgehogs. <laughs> there was, there a, was a gazelle, there was a lion, Aslan. and a bear. <laughs> it was just Narnia, basically. <laughs> Can I, I was like, Where were the badgers, guys? <laughs> well, because I, I have two thoughts on this whole, like, pick a continent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, kind of theme park light because on the one hand I look at this and I'm like oh the princess of dreams she's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a Disney princess this is a theme park right, I get it right, this is right. like a play mm-hmm. on the whole yeah. like Disney thing right um but then I the more I look at her I'm like you know she kind of looks like the princess from Candyland like doesn't she she does look a little like princess lollipop actually you oh, know who she looks queen like Frostine. queen Frostine ah. she looks quite a lot like queen Frostine <laughs> she also reminds me of fake theme park <laughs> oh my god the whole episode okay so we're gonna talk about that in a second but first of all uh guys uh Lola's here Emma that's oh, me we talking right now ourselves I'm here. no it's fine we don't usually introduce we- ourselves unless we have a guest which we do it is returning champion Megan Salinas hey, everybody <laughs> it's good to be back thank you guys so much yeah, for totally, inviting me girl. we picked a doozy for you I know <laughs> actually she kind of picked this episode a doozy for you I did for I picked a doozy yeah, she for actually you did bring up this episode <laughs> to me the other I week I might and- have planted the seeds yeah and I was <laughs> like oh, we should talk about that one because this is a pretty creepy one I might there was a, a hashtag going on on Twitter um, like about a week ago called it was hashtag scare me in three words mm-hmm. and so I put up uh, Nightmare in Dreamland yes gift. I saw that yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what made me go we should talk about that on the podcast because this is a this is a creepy episode and it's episode 11 of the 90s anime it was episode 8 of the Deke dub um, so dumb. And it was called it, it was called Usagi versus Ray Nightmare in Dreamland, and the Deke dub was simply called A Nightmare in Dreamland. So for once, Deke didn't completely change the title. <laughs> they did completely change the intent of several scenes in this there story. Were, there however, was a lot of issues with um, the delivery. But I'm very excited but to hear coming. Them. But coming back to the fake theme park thing, that was all I could think when Princess Dream was like, "Come to our <laughs> our dream candy castle." I was like, "This is fake theme park. Like, where's Princess Rainbow?" <laughs> Prince Dapper. Uh, where's Prince Dapper? Is and the Jimmy re- Jaguar. Is the restraining order still in place? Uh, Emma, please explain Fake Theme Park to oh our listeners. Oh my gosh, you guys. If you are not following Fake Theme Park on Twitter, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Follow them right now at Fake Theme Park. The person who runs it clearly has worked at Universal and probably also Disneyland, but speaking as an employee of Universal, they definitely were Universal. I, I, my, um, money's on, my money's on Universal for sure. Yeah, I have some theories about who it is, but it won't mean anything to you guys because they're people I know that mm. work at the theme park. I was going to say, like, do you think it's somebody like in the Florida area who works at maybe both Disney World and Universal mm. Orlando? Or like, is this I a think local it's, I think this is a local. I'm pretty sure it's I, a local. I have a gut feeling they're local because when I was working at Universal, there two separate occasions things happened in the park mm-hmm. and later that day there was a tweet about it and it was a funny version mm-hmm. of something that had happened exactly that and so that's basically what fake theme park does is they they tweet funny versions of actual situations that happen in theme parks but they have a cast mm-hmm. of characters yes. that is their their Disney their characters. characters yeah um, there is uh, Princess Snowflake Princess Snowflake she's like the Cinderella she's the premiere she's like the queen bitch supreme, supreme. <laughs> and then there's Princess Chanel number Cup. one then yes. Chanel number one yeah exactly and then there's princess cupcake yep 
poor princess. I know. Well, Princess Cupcake is just kind of dumb and pretty. Yeah. Um, but Princess Rainbow is like the train wreck princess. <laughs> She's drunk. <laughs> Everyone hates her. Yeah. Oh my god. And, um, then That's there's, amazing. Then there's Prince Dapper. Yeah. And used... he and Princess Snowflake are like sometimes dating. But at one point there was a restraining order, so they couldn't be on photo ops at the same time because they had to be 500 feet apart. And then there's a, a furry character named Jimmy Jaguar, yep. who is an absolute mess. I just imagine Jimmy Jaguar is just like being in like a Jaguar like Kigurumi. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm like smoking a cigarette. With a flask. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, um, all like there will just be tweets about like, um, yeah, exactly, of like, don't worry, Jimmy Jaguar's promised today he won't punch any children yeah. that remind him of his estranged wife. Yes. He thinks. <laughs> like shit like that. It's so great. And uh, this whole setup felt felt like it was it a fake felt theme park. one hundred percent like fake theme park. In fact, I want to be like, dear fake theme park, did you watch this episode of Sailor Moon? Because <laughs> if you haven't, you should. Yeah, because it is your theme park. <laughs> well, and granted, I I was just a, a small child in the early nineties when yes. this came out. But like, I feel like there weren't a whole lot of things like taking jabs at like Disneyland mm-hmm. when this came out. So even totally. this like being like a very very light distance version of that mm-hmm. because there's there's like no iconic things in this you know that sort of thing no 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 no. it's not like there's a fake mickey mouse yeah it's not like what anime does when they're talking about mcdonald's and they right. just turn the m into a w, w. yeah uh, you know this this was very 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 discount disney um so <laughs> but like i i'm like as an adult now and like seeing how many people like take actual jabs at disneyland and disney world and like like with things like what was that Banksy thing that came out like Oh Dismaland. Dismaland. Yeah. yeah. Um and like things like that like openly as our generation acknowledges mm. the evil of the Disney Corporation like <laughs> or um, I like Crusty like Land on Simpsons. Exactly. Yeah, Krusty, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like and I think because this was 93, it was probably a little bit before that episode of the Simpsons I imagine or um, right around the same time. Good. Call- yeah, that's a, that's really that is a really interesting question. I feel like they were semi-concurrent, like within yeah. a, within a couple of years of each other, certainly. Uh, so to me, it's very interesting looking back at this, you know, as a product right. of its time, and going, "That's very interesting that they would kind of take this jab mm-hmm. at Disney when nobody else was doing that." Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. I mean, Disney deserved it based on the number of things they stole from the Toei animation version of Little Mermaid Seriously. and put into their Little Mermaid. And so. not not to mention <laughs> Kimba, the <laughs> White Lion. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> even less subtle than Little Mermaid. They were like, hmm. Kimba the White Lion. We're going to make a movie called The Lion King. We're going to name the main character Simba. So different. You must avenge my death, Kimba. I mean Simba. Simba. (laughs) Now, Megan, you were telling me that this is actually the very first episode of Sailor Moon that you ever saw, if I'm not mistaken. The very first full episode of Sailor Moon that I saw. Because one Mm -hmm. time, like before it aired on Cartoon Network, I caught the very, very, very tail end of an episode where I didn't know what it was, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I started watching Sailor Moon regularly. Right. Oh, I saw that two seconds of that one episode that one time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was uh, 
back like uh sailor moon r mm-hmm. with like the moonlight night oh type, type thing. that was but, the first stuff that i saw was some of the alien on stuff with the moonlight night but that that was on upn back but, in 95 yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it was just this very very brief snippet so like sitting down um like i just turned on my tv and this happened to be on and i kind of knew what sailor moon mm-hmm. was because i had a friend who was into it but mm-hmm. i had never watched it so this was the first episode where i like sat down and i'm like okay what is this what am i looking at right but what's really cool about this episode is that even though like you're jumping into the middle of things like literally eight episodes it literally in, yeah <laughs> like you learn everything you need to know that is true and and i don't know if every episode of sailor moon you would necessarily do that i don't think so i actually because it is a base character introduction this, for everybody it is and and this is the thing is that there are a lot a lot of absolutely pointless filler episodes of sailor moon in the, the, the 90s version of sailor moon and plot-wise, this episode makes absolutely no difference. <laughs> However, I really enjoyed it. It also had a great, um, I would say I'm moving the plot forward, where Ray says to Usagi, hey, that guy in front of us. <laughs> yeah, That's true. He looks a little like Tuxedo Mask. Don't you think? And I was like... Somebody finally said it. For the record, <laughs> uh, the episode we're talking about of Simpsons, 94. So this there did you go. Come so out this was first. before. This one was first. This oh. one beat the Simpsons to the. So Simpsons didn't do it first. No. Nope. So now Sailor that- Moon. Sailor Moon did it. <laughs> Sailor Moon did it. Sailor Moon did it. <laughs> Which is what I feel like watching every magical girl. Anime. Yeah. But um. But so this yeah. was the first episode you watched all the way through. This and was then- the first episode I watched all the way through. And not only that, it's one of the most unique filler episodes I think there is in terms of like the fight sequences in yeah. terms of the fucking monster which I cannot wait yeah the Yoma in this episode is to. great um, and like great. Um, and even the character dynamics because again as like a good intro because this is like the first full episode where Ray is a part of the team mm, it is yeah so like there has a there has been a shift in the character dynamics mm-hmm. uh, and so it's kind of a good baseline point for anybody new coming in because they're all like kind of trying yeah, to get it's, used to it's each really interesting because I I do not care for the changes that were made to Ray's character in the 90s anime. However, this is an episode that was directed by Kuniiku Ikuhara, who directed the whole Sailor Moon S season. He also directed Revolutionary Girl Utena, and he's very talented. And, and I am disappointed to say it, but he is one of the main people that was like, we got to change Ray's personality and kind of pushed her in the direction that she went the reason Kodiko Ikuhara did it is because he really wanted to have a uh, a lesbian sexual relationship between Sailor Moon and Sailor Mars, which they were like, no, Kodiko Ikuhara. <laughs> kiss, kiss. You're fight, tripping. Fight, you're fight, tripping. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> um, they do but, get very close. <laughs> but I, however, in this episode, especially watching the Deke dub and watching the Viz dub back to back made me go, you know what? Not Ray. And Usagi, not nearly as annoying in the Viz top. <laughs> I watched the Viz one. And uh, in reference to what we were talking about, how this is a good, actually good intro episode, mm-hmm. literally the first, like, the introduction scene of the girls, Luna says, well, there's three of us now. But yeah. And then Usagi's like, I want to read a comic book. And Nami's like, I'm reading an encyclopedia. And Ray is like, get out of here. And I was like, we know who everybody Which is. Which, so this funny. scene is completely different in the Deke dub. Whoa. So weird. In the Deke dub... They cut out Luna being like, there's three of us now. They cut right to Usagi being like, oh, look, it's Sailor V goes to Hollywood. I'm going to take this home. And Ray's like, no, I haven't even read it yet. And then they just fight. 
Ami's not doesn't even comment. And then <laughs> and yeah, and it's literally she's like, "Hey Luna, it looks like they're fighting again." And, yeah. And like, what like a this shitty going, fa- <laughs> what, a, what a family dynamic. I know. Ugh, they're fighting well, again. And, and to, but like the icing on the cake. Um, Amy's like, "Hey guys, let's get mm-hmm. out of here. We're driving each other nuts," which I think is just her way of saying you guys are driving me mm-hmm. crazy. Totally. Bitches. Totally. Um, You're the reason I drink in the daytime. <laughs> but um, but like their responses, like, don't you have like homework to do and her response is it's no big deal i already got myself 10 chapters ahead which as somebody who's procrastinating her grad work right now i'm like (laughs) fuck you (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) well and it's it's a complete like you brought it up it's a completely different setup completely different because in the viz dub they're like hey like we our mission is mm-hmm. to find the moon princess. Right. We're having difficulties because even <laughs> Luna doesn't know what she looks know. like. My favorite part of this scene in the Viz dub, and I think this was Stephanie's delivery of the line. But basically, so uh so they're like, oh, uh, Luna doesn't know what the princess looks like. And they're like, well, how are we supposed to know what she looks like then? And Ray sarcastically goes, I don't know. Maybe she'll just have a big sign that says, I'm the moon princess. <laughs> and then Usagi goes, oh, maybe she will. I feel like that was something that, because Amanda had a line in the ice skating episode mm-hmm. where they're like, groups of five, get in. And, and, uh, and the line is, oh, really? Five people? And Amanda delivered five people really and they're like let's keep that I feel like this is exactly what happened with this scene that Stephanie just delivered it completely sincerely and they're like we're just gonna go with that yeah like she could have delivered it oh yeah like she'll totally do that yeah Yeah. exactly it was like hey maybe well we don't know and something I really appreciate about Stephanie's delivery and like this entire Mm -hmm. episode is that like there is this genuine Sense there like, is. You feel like Usagi is really wearing her heart. No, totally. In a not obnoxious way. Well, and to be fair, at this point in the Deke dub, it was still Tracy Moore doing the voice of Sailor Moon, not Terry Hawks. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Tracy Moore as Sailor I Moon. I did too. Um, I thought she was great, and watching it again, I was like, you know what? I still like her. I don't. I I like the cute little giggle she does. She doesn't do the annoying scream, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and with better. With better writing, I think she would have a really, really strong performance. Well, I mean, she does the best she can with her full, valley girl dialogue. Full confession, I did not ever notice the transition mm-hmm. from the first Sailor Moon to the second. I thought the annoying one was the, was third the second one. one. Mm-hmm. And I only later found out that she was the third girl because the second girl was so close to the first girl for me. And I liked her so much, I just mentally made her... Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I was the same. Like I, yeah, didn't I think a lot of her. I think a lot of people didn't re, uh, recognize the yeah, transition between Tracy and Terry. The transition until like until... Toonami went back mm-hmm. and started showing episodes from the beginning. Yep. And then I'm like, she sounds different than she sounded the yep. last fifty episodes. And that was and and when I initially watched Sailor Moon when it was airing in '95, I didn't notice either. But when they were airing it in Toonami, all in order, I did notice, and it was. It was, I actually didn't notice until I went back and watched those first 10 episodes or whatever that Tracy Moore was the voice of Sailor Moon. And then, you know, when, when Terry came in, I was like, this is a different voice. I, cause I remember going back to the beginning and I'm like, I feel like I'm enjoying Serena as a character more than I do in later episodes. That's really weird. And, and then I realized it's cause 
uh, the voice. Well, what's what's funny again for me to think about just looking back on like that one day I was just sitting down and happened mm-hmm. to catch this on TV because I wasn't I wasn't looking for it. It mm-hmm. was just I watched Cartoon Network and this was just on Cartoon Network. Um, but looking back on it, I was like, I think with the exception of Speed Racer, mm-hmm. because that was just on when I was right, a totally. very, very small child, this was like my, this was my introduction to anime, because mm-hmm. this came out before Pokemon, like, hit it big. Um, and I got into this right before I got into Dragon Ball Z and everything like that. So, like, this, again, with the exception of Speed Racer, was my intro to anime. Yeah. <laughs> this theme park full of bears. <laughs> the theme park full of bears. <laughs> well, what was again like there this this episode gives you basically all the information no These it does three are superheroes yeah they um they there's this guy named, which i really i want to go back to this scene with uh ray and and i almost called her serena <laughs> and, and usagi on the train because the train. it's the best scene that's <laughs> ever I happened i still call momaru darian most of the time it's okay. fine uh well like the like Again, like not knowing who this guy was, but Usagi <laughs> clearly didn't like him. And to have Ray go, doesn't he look kind of like Tuxedo Mask? I'm like, well, who's Tuxedo Mask? And, and then, then he shows up later in the episode. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's totally that guy. I'm sorry. Mad, mad props, <laughs> mad props to the voice cast, mad props to everyone involved for the, the interaction of. Why are you on Oh the my train? god, that was amazing. And I yeah. thought was, I thought they were gonna add a scene of him him being like, I'm here with my annoying cousin, he got lost. No. Or like, oh, I'm like doing this program no. I have to walk like kids are. But he's just like no. he says Mamaru has no friends. He just likes riding this toy train. No, it was also implied that he has no friends. Yup. Though in the deep What are you doing here? Silence. See, in the Deke dub, it, it was different. They he didn't was like. I have my reasons. Yeah, and they didn't. And it, but it wasn't like his performance didn't suggest the embarrassment that you get in the Vist. Yeah, <laughs> in the Vist dub, he's like, she really knows how to hit you where it hurts, and which is so funny just... because like this is the only because t- we we know that they like hate each other, mm-hmm. but this is like the only time I think I've seen him literally get under like her get under his. Skin. I know. I really like, liked it. He was really bothered listen, by the fact that she's like looking down. Listen, on him. as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> this scene on the on the kitty train was comedy gold. Like, well, I loved everything about well, this. Not to mention that Usagi is the pot calling the kettle black because she's like, this is the best thing ever. She oh, is also on the train. And she's like, you're such a loser. You're such a loser. The, Terry and Mamaru, whatever actually, your name is. The, the, uh, the Wikipedia article for this episode, it is a screenshot of them on the train. It says Usagi confronts her nemesis on the train. Well, which sounds like it's gonna be people fighting like no. on the top of the train, like Indiana like, no. Jones style. I, I actually dun, I thought dun, the dun, joke dun. that was made because the the jokes in the Viz dub were in the uh, in the Deke dub were stupid. I, I'm just gonna say it like it like because you know they call her Meatball Head in the Deke yeah. dub, and it's like Meatball Head, and he's like, that's great, Meatball Head, and they all just kind of have a chuckle about it. And then now it. he's like, oh, she looks like a steam bun. Now. Yeah, I thought that was actually really clever. Which makes more sense because those are like light yeah, she's colored. got bun bun heads, and she's blonde yeah. and like. I, and like, she was bent over mm. at that point. So yeah. she was like curled up in a yeah, little ball. Yeah, it was funny. Oh, also, I, also, side note. <laughs> where the fuck does Ray get off making fun of what Usagi looks like? She is wearing 
a crop top. Oh, let us talk about that over. outfit. Is she a turtleneck? turtleneck with like um the farmer style Mom like jeans. tied up tied up crop top like your tummy's supposed to be showing she's wearing a turtleneck <laughs> and mom jeans and mom jeans it's like the duggars tried to look sexy <laughs> sorry duggars i know you're going through a lot but um i i like again it's one of those things where in hindsight this is actually a very significant scene mm-hmm. because how fitting is it that ray would end up falling for a guy whose her introduction to him was making him being fun mean of usagi, to usagi. <laughs> yeah. she's like i love you yeah. I hate she's, that storyline, but I liked this scene. She's Regina George. She's like, I met someone who picks on nerds with me. Yes. I love you. God, she is so Regina George. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little more about these crazy animatronics. Because I do not understand the theme of this park at No, all. me neither. There's no. just woodland animals I, I, like I and, said, and a African dream princess. animals <laughs> and Indian animals. Like I said, like I guess. Why not unicorns and dragons? I guess yeah. if we're going with a Disneyland parallel, this is kind of like if the, the Jungle princess, Cruise. Uh, oh, okay. If the Jungle Cruise animals got up and walked mm-hmm. around. But okay, also, all right, that's legit. But, but again, since she's a diet Disney princess or mm. discount Disney princess, whatever, <laughs> um, like a I guess the idea got it <laughs> that was a little I, 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 I sort of thought of but, these animals as okay so like she's a princess uh, and it, yeah exactly uh, yeah it was like singing with the animals yeah but like I, there were just a lot of animals at, like at some point they'd all, they'd all show up and she would like have the the thing of like singing to them and, happy and, working song right totally and then she would be like now kill and then they'd be like <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> did, did you guys ever see? Um, there is a fairly Odd Parents episode where, like, they turned Vicky nice for like a hot second. Oh no! And she turned into like a Disney princess, and she's like, "Come, my animal friends!" And sure enough, animals flocked to her. Oh jeez! <laughs> it was, and so like seeing this. Who I now know as a very evil mm-hmm. creature, like having uh, all these Let's get animal real. Friends. We all knew that she was the bad guy from Again, moment one. I had no context for this show, but okay, yeah, that's but fair. No, it's like, she's, oh yeah, you didn't know at all. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's clear that the second Ray is like, hey, this is suspicious. After pushing Usagi to the ground for no reason, okay, that's so mean. That Ray mm. beat the shit out of Usagi a lot in this episode, and they cut none of that from the tub. <laughs> none of it. No, <laughs> but um, but uh, what? Gosh, but yeah. So, kind of seeing her as like this evil, twisted Disney princess mm-hmm. thing. It's it's very twisted. The animals completely made sense, but she didn't utilize she them, didn't, which like, is really point, my she only problem. Been like attack. Yeah. But so I guess the Jedi I... spent all of this time, effort, <laughs> and energy making these animatronic animals. What was going on with Jedi in this episode? Like Can I was talk- like. I was like, little Ricky, you gotta get your shit together. Can we you just <laughs> you made animals that were not weapons? Like you were just like you forgot what you were supposed to be doing. You just started practically designing a theme park. Well, not only that, but he actively held a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> As a security guard, by the way, that was the funniest part to me. Was all the press is like swarming the doors of the theme park, being like, people keep disappearing, and he is dressed as a security and guard. He's literally, like, and he's like nothing excuse- to see. Here. Well, no, his excuse is like, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they're not. They didn't right. go home. Maybe they did. I'm. I don't know. I don't live with them. <laughs> Please leave. He's like, we've been tracking. 
We've been tracking the entrance and exit rate of this park, and it is identical. It's, Goodbye. It's <laughs> not one person. It's not two people. Oh, no. 50 people have no. gone. Five zero. And he's like, nope, doesn't ring a bell. No, no. Well, not only that, he managed he just to like, push all I was going to say, he just like Jedi shoves them out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> he just like uses the force and well, propels them all well, into the streets. And, and it must have been a press conference oh because like, unless there was like <clears throat> actual... Like unless a body turned up, there's not necessarily right. a need for the press to no, no, not at the all. doors <laughs> unannounced. Like, Why so- did we hold the press conference? <laughs> so like if he's literally like nothing to see here also, and then shoves them. Also, all of those scenes where like little Ricky is like focusing on gathering everybody's energy, <laughs> like. I love There's that you th- call him Little Ricky. Oh, girl. <laughs> That's, we've we have got nicknames. Names. We have nicknames for all the shoot to know. We've got names. Um, but he's like, okay, so he's standing there and he's gathering energy. And I feel like normally it's just a black backdrop, but he is instead in front of a castle. No. And this was There's great. There's like dead bodies hanging on this castle oh, yeah. as far as I can tell. It's decorated in corpses. No. And I, I couldn't, like, and one is just like, sitting in a window. <laughs> and I, I assumed as a kid, like, because you get that, like, these are mm-hmm. people getting their en- mm-hmm. energy stolen, and like later on in the episode, you see people waking up. Right. So I just assumed that like, oh, they're fine. <laughs> but we don't <laughs> like, see them wake well, up. Because they, they didn't cut that out of the deep dub. Like when I was watching, because I watched the Viz dub first, and then I watched the deep dub, and then I had to watch the Viz dub again specifically because of that first scene. I was like. Yeah. Wait, I don't what? think this is right. Because they, they wanted to throw all those fun and crazy mm-hmm. transitions in there. I forgot <laughs> about those deep transitions. I, I, I. Uh, but, um, but the, uh, yeah, but like watching it as an adult, mm-hmm. and, like that's a genuinely menacing moment. Oh, yeah. Where, like, you know, this other guy who's, you know, very much a fuck up at this. Oh point. yeah, like, he's he's getting beat up by a bunch of girls. Yeah, Jedi's not doing great right <laughs> he's, now. He is failing at his job. Queen Barrel straight up told him you're, you're replaceable. He's, he's like you. She's like you are expendable, and also you should feel bad about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> there are eight episodes. He's lost seven times, so he is zero for seven. Actually, he's he's ten time. for eleven in uh, oh, the, ni- right. in the original '90s anime. Those are those are. <laughs> Bad stats. <laughs> They're not great. She's like, well, I don't think I've seen anybody why? fail as badly. <laughs> the only reason the Jedi gets to fail so many freaking times is because they took so long to introduce Sailor Mercury and Sailor Mars. Like, there were... Sailor Mercury does not get introduced until episode eight, you guys. Yeah. Episode eight. So Looking back just... at those initial episodes, I like. <laughs> I genuinely wonder, I'm like, how did she live be like doing missions on her own. Well, to How be she fair, alive? to be fair, her missions were often things like dealing with jazz musicians. So, because <laughs> as you know, teenagers love smooth jazz. <laughs> so much. That is oh, yeah. a real episode. <laughs> when he was a DJ. I remember that. Yeah. That was so oh. funny. Yeah, there, there were here some times the, here on the. the oh yeah, love that was connection. that was the second episode. That was the lo- no. There was legit an episode about a jazz musician. There's, there's like, a DJ. And a jazz musician. No. <laughs> they were not in touch oh, wait, with the teenagers. Not talking do about at all. The DJ? Oh no, I was talking about the one about the smooth jazz musician. <laughs> I, I thought forgotten. you were talking about the DJ oh, no. one. I have oh, no. forgotten about the DJ. <laughs> and the teacher writes in. Listen, guys, yeah. Jedi, she Jedi didn't know a lot of okay different uh, careers. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's well, the thing I, was Jedi was the only one that like really played around with like his human persona. I feel and, like, like his you, resume would be excellent. <laughs> or really terrible. He's very employable. No, like, no, if you were to submit his resume, they'd be like, you worked a lot of jobs for a day. <laughs> for a day. <laughs> like, what happened? And he's like, well, it's not my fault, but these magical girls just came in and made a mess of the place uh, and the sh- place uh, had to shut down. So, so I had, I had to, to get a new get job. They're following me. They are following me. Uh, <laughs> I now want this to be a sketch. I just want to write sketches about Jedi applying for jobs. Well, what I... And he just sounds schizophrenic. Yeah. Well, did you guys did you guys watch Gargoyles growing yeah, up? Yeah, of course. There, um, I wrote Gargoyles fan fiction and went to the convention in Texas. Nice. There was a running joke in the series about like, um, and you would never notice it as it's happening because you you think like as an adult that this is just re- like right, a recycled yeah, character yeah. design. But I guess like there was this one guy who was a security guard in a couple different places. Oh yeah, my god, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And he keeps seeing them. <laughs> he keeps seeing them, and he keeps losing his job. So there's an entire episode devoted to him having a vendetta against Goliath. And so finally, at oh the end of the episode, he, and he's gone ignored the right. entire time because he's just a dude, and they're they're like dealing with a robot Macbeth the entire episode. Oh yes. And so at the very end of the episode, he has his confrontation with Goliath shoots what looks like a bazooka at him and it's actually just a pie cannon. So he pies Goliath in the face and he's like, no, we're even. And walks walks away. And so Hudson's like, who was that? And Goliath is like, I have no idea. (laughs) I had completely forgotten about that. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. So yeah. I feel a, like if Jedi wasn't innocent, right. I feel like right. that if would be Je- If Jedi stick. were not a massive dick, <laughs> yeah. then that might be how this would go down. Oh, that's, that's a great memory. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that special? That show was so good. Yep. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I was gonna say, unfortunately, uh, 90s anime Jedi is the fucking worst. <laughs> he is. Um, He's no Xanatos. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that guy before is so great. We, before we get to the actual castle, um, which, which Usagi and Ray took the train to get to. <laughs> and Ami and Luna beat them there because walking is faster than the kitty train. Well, and I think, honestly, Luna just wanted a break. She's like, I'm going with Amy. Mm. You two go together. It's like sending Peace the out. kids on uh, the rides in Fantasyland mm. so you can go sit down and have a, a soda. And right. like, Ugh. Or if you're at Disney World, it's like, you kids have fun at the park. Mommy and Daddy are going to Fantasy Island. Yep. <laughs> Pleasure Island. Oh, is that yeah, pleasure. Is? Yeah, it's like the thing from Pinocchio. Uh, I don't like to talk. I hate there, Pinocchio there very are much. Booze so. there. Yeah, there is booze there at, though. At this point, I wrote down uh, this theme park is like someone who had never been to Disneyland saw a commercial yes. for Disneyland and then explained it to someone else <laughs> based on the commercial, and, and that, that person designed this park. <laughs> he was like, "I think I got it." <laughs> So I'm picturing like someone like one of uh, Jedi's intels like yeah. describing this to him. And Jedi's like, so like yeah. He's like, I got I it. Understand. And he's like drawing pictures. There's like a castle, but it's like cake, but it's not. But it's just it's just like crayon drawing. <laughs> yeah. And he's drawing himself like little dead sailor scouts with like X's over their eyes. And he's just, <laughs> he's like, just like victory. Happy. <laughs> and he's 
he's like nailed it. <laughs> um, I I also had um I had a moment where I was like, what? Fifty people are missing. Why would anyone go to this park? And then Usagi mm. splits off from everyone and is immediately on the carousel. And I was like, holy shit, the wait times are like nothing. I, I know. Because people, going to this park. people keep disappearing. There is a strong chance you might disappear, but the wait but times. But the wait times you can walk well, on to every five ride. Minutes tops. So and can we talk about this deal show or like attraction or whatever it is where the people actually disappear? Because like oh yeah, it's like Basi- some well, because basically giant like the, the woman yeah exactly right. they go into like a giant candy buffet <laughs> and Princess Dream or Dream Dolly whatever which Dream depending princess. on which version you're watching. She just like literally like vomits hallucinogenic dreams. Like that is what that is her power. Everybody eats some cake and then she barfs up dreams. But what was the point of the cake? Was this like a Hansel and Gretel thing? Like I think so. Okay. Also, like she lures says, the children. Yeah. She candy. says it's going to be a show, but it's just a room with cake in it. There is no show. There was more of a show when Usagi and Ray were manhandling that child that was trying to ride the I was bear. Say, yeah, do we want to talk about like this moment where I they're do. like genuinely assaulting this kid? <laughs> are beating the shit out of this kid because, because they're arguing over whether or not he should ride the animatronic bear. Well, and I, I loved um, the Dream Princess's reaction when uh, Usagi comes up because at first she's surprised, mm-hmm. at, but then in like true like faux Disney princess fashion, mm-hmm. she just sits there and smiles the rest of the mm-hmm. time and then they proceed to nearly tear this child limb from limb i will say it's interesting the two different um voices of the dream princess because the the viz dub is very much like i'm a sweet princess i'm a doll i'm, I'm a princess exactly maybe, it's all very can, light and fluffy maybe you can ride a little later but right. the 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 deep dub, the deep dub she sounds kind of sexy like she's i'm like, gonna be real with you well well you can ride a little later it, it's more motherly yeah she's way like, more like matronly than like innocent princessy she's, she's like, like a, a sexy mom she is she's like a milf <laughs> Well, no, okay. Princess can, Milf. Can I, I, I was telling you, Emma, a little bit. That's awesome, by the way. I was telling you a little bit about this on the way here, mm. on the way to the I studio. I like wine in the afternoon. But there's actually, for, there are very few instances where I feel like the deep dub actually did better than the viz dub. Except every time music plays. <laughs> Which, so good. But there's a, there's a delivery by the, and again, it's just because I really love this villain mm. so, so much. Specifically, I love her introduction as a villain. And I gotta say that the delivery in the Deke dub is way better than what they have in the Viz dub. And and when she's in the midst of her body is spinning around, the music is different. Brahms Lullaby is playing. Like a creepy ass music box version of Brahms Lullaby is playing. Yeah. There have been um, a lot of monsters in the show and I'm always like, okay, calm down. You're like a bunch of things stuck together. Um... Nope. Uh, so, I mean, we're we're jumping back and forth a little bit. When this character is being really cute, they're like, cut it out. We know you're a villain. And she's like, oh, all right then. And her head descends <laughs> well, into her body. And this creepy lullaby plays in the in the Vistub. And then this other head, like, switches. Spins. You were talking it's about like the 
fucking that, exorcist. That, like, Freddy, what is that, like, Five, five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. It was, like, something out of, of that, or, mm-hmm. like, um, uh, like, Mirror Mask, or Coraline. Or, um, oh, Coraline. yeah, very, totally very Coraline. Very similar to Coraline. Mm-hmm. Um, very and, evil, ugh. evil, like, Night of the Living Dummy, because um, she yeah. reminds me of both a, a ventriloquist dummy and a marionette. Yeah. Um, and, and also a wind-up doll. Very much so. Like a music box, music. yeah. And when um, she's a villain, she's, like, a little jerkier. Yeah, and and the the sound effects of when her head spins up and when her eyes roll back <laughs> into her face and lock into place and like just her jerking her head around and you guys aren't seeing this because you're listening but like we're acting it out it's and we're jerking so our heads creepy. around. We can't but, help um, ourselves. But I really love and again this was my very first Sailor Moon episode mm-hmm. so I'm like holy shit what <laughs> is this? I didn't say that as a child but like um but the in the deep dub. Her delivery was, because in the Viz dub, she's just like, okay, very well, like you were saying. Mm. In the deep dub, she's like, I'm afraid the princess must leave. And then her head head disappears. And then she comes back up, and when her eyes roll back into her head, she says, hello, I'm your dream, Dolly. Do you want to play? Woof. And that, and like, that kicks ass. It is such a cool introduction to the point where I'm actually angry that the Viz dub like was more of a literal translation mm-hmm. because there are times where I really do wish that they look at the Viz dub and go, I know this has a lot of stigma attached to it, yeah. but there was some good shit in there. Like that's there, like the line where if it was a movie there'd be a character that just goes, "Oh shit." Yeah. Well, and then the other head would pop yeah. up, mm. and that would be in like the trailer. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, mm. Sailor Moon's reaction <laughs> in the Viz dub makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense. Because she's like, I'm the monster, what is her name? Murido. Murido. Like, pleased to meet you. Um, which can be creepy, but it's not as good. It's it's no, no, not. no, no, yeah. But Sailor Moon's reaction in the deep dub is Oh, she's so cute. Which she's not. No, she's she really is, not. She's, she's like a like a Resident Evil well, and thing. Yeah, that, that's what Katie always says. She she says like this is the video game boss. Whenever I go back to rewatch mm-hmm. this episode, yeah. Oh, that's totally what it is. Like you get to the last room and it's like, hey, have you gotten to that like last level with the doll? And someone's like, no. And it's like, oh man, don't play <laughs> that. Don't play that shit nah. at night. And, and but but in the yeah in the Viz stuff, she's like, oh, pleased to meet you too. Like and that. Makes that sense made because, sense. The interaction because, made sense because it's very Japanese, right? And, exactly, and she doesn't. Pr- and even though she looks creepy, she doesn't present herself as fucking terrifying. Basically, Which, as she does in so, the deep dub. Like the the fact that Ray in the deep dub has to go, she's evil, right? It's like Usagi, how dumb are I, you? <laughs> because this is a really dumb. Again, I am your dream, dumb. Really dumb. What? Well, and I mean, it, you it, are, not reaction just, to like run to, out the fucking room. And just to address like how dumb Usagi is in the in the Deke dub and how obnoxious Ray is in the Deke dub. There's this scene the scene once cuz basically, you know, Ami beats them to the castle and so she's in there like stuck in the in the out, dream yeah. nightmare before they manage to at get the in. Cake at the cake at buffet. At the cake buffet. You know, the well-known show, the cake buffet. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Best show in town. Later, right? later, I was going to say, later Sue Perkins comes out and judges people's cakes. <laughs> judges all the cakes. And all the, all the audience members are passed out. She's like, where's my applause? <laughs> I was um, going to say, I wonder what the, the fast passes are like for the cake buffet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it just you, ends with Mary Berry judging all of your cake choices. <laughs> There's a big 
saved Alaska. She does not think it's good. Uh, but, but you were saying, I, I think I know what part you're talking about. While, while Amy's trapped, Ray yeah, senses they're at the door. that something's wrong. Yeah, and so they're trying to get in. And in the Deke dub, um, Ray is trying to get in and... Uh, and she's like berating Usagi, as she's doing in the Viz dub as well. And Usagi's like, ugh, don't you have any feelings? And Ray's like, yeah, I have a feeling right now. I'm angry. <laughs> Whereas in the in the Viz dub, which, you know, is the, is a more direct translation of the Japanese from the original anime, they're trying to get in. And Usagi says something like, oh, Ray, you're so mean and you only think of yourself. And Ray goes, you know nothing about me. Yeah, it's Which was different. very pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. And I was yeah. like... I'm. I like that. I liked seeing some backstory for why yeah. she was such a prickly pair. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and not to mention that like Usagi's priorities are all mixed up in the Deke dub. Like the reason she's upset <laughs> is that her candy's in there and she can't get right. to her candy. Whereas in whereas in the original version, it's very clear they're trying to help Ami. There is and that's no why mention of candy. And that's why she's distraught. She's like Amy, and she can't mm-hmm. get through the door, and mm-hmm. that's why she's upset. And it's not just like my candy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the the poisonous rock snake, fucking terrifying. There's yeah. a poisonous rock snake. Yeah, it's just... And I, I will say, this is, again, something that I didn't think about when I was a kid, but looking back on it, I was like, because you see characters in cartoons get turned to stone mm-hmm. a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this was the only time I had seen a girl save herself mm-hmm. from it. And, like, that's awesome. That was pretty rad. That's it was pretty, pretty great. Rad. No, <laughs> in the deep top when she saved herself, she I call upon like, the power of Mars. Mars. And then she just, like, made a noise. Like, there was no, like, Akari Tyson, like, which, by the way, I don't love in the Viz dub that they changed it to, you know, evil spirits disperse or however they're translating Akuryo Taisan because that is yeah. approximately what it translates it's like to. like evil spirits be exercised or something Yeah, like which, that. as I say, like, that's approximately what it translates to, but she's a, she's a Shinto priestess. Can't we just keep it Akuryo Taisan? It, it lacks the oomph. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, in the, I'm pretty sure in the Kodansha translations of the manga, they keep it. As Akario Tyson. And it's one of those things where they've got the little asterisks and yeah. like, you get a footnote about what it means it's or what awesome. it Awesome. Yeah, means. and I'm like, we couldn't we couldn't keep that viz? Really? <laughs> okay. But they so, also they also say Prince Demand, so <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah, they, they get inside and this creepy monster doll now is, is barfs up some dreams. more dreams. Dream and then tries to give them a, a Coachella flower crown. <laughs> And they're like, Usagi's like, don't mind if I do. And Ray's like, get that away. And it turns into a snake. And it bites her. And they're like, you're going to turn into a rock. And she's like, LOL, no. <laughs> no that's exactly what happened. Well, and I, I love that um, Usagi, ugh, I have to correct myself. That's okay. Time. We're talking about both. If you call her Serena, people know who you're talking about. Um, but I love that she's like, oh my gosh, this is all my fault. And literally Ray is like, you were overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Ba-bam. <laughs> oh, what up? And like, Literally, Usagi's oh, crying because she's so happy that Ray is is okay, and Ray's just kind of looking at her hands, and she's like, "Get a grip!" Like this, yeah. Is- <laughs> well, because Ray is annoying. Because again, Ray has been reminding her the whole time. Remember, it's a dream. This is not real. She's not actually turning into stone. And then immediately falls for it herself two seconds as later. soon as Dream Tuxedo Mask shows up. Well, which, what's, by the way, how does he show up oh, on a white horse? <laughs> They're in a foggy forest. 
Well, what's stupid about it is like, it's one thing to be like taken in by this when she's still Princess Dream. Mm -hmm. You've seen her you, turn you know into that, an evil monster. Yeah, you know that this is an evil mechanical Queen of and Hearts doll you now. You almost just turned to stone. stone. How are you like going, oh yeah, no, I'm Oh, that's legit. That, oh, you're like, the, the mask on a white horse. The only reason that you would do that is to go, I know he's a dream. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> okay I would have loved to see someone make that Wouldn't choice. Would be better if he rode in on the train. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one thousand percent. Reanimate this episode. I need that. Well, and the distance. Toot that's how I assume he, he made his getaway when he actually showed up. Because we just see him jump out the window. I'm just going to assume from now on that he jumped onto okay. the train. And he's um, like, Panda, go! And guys, go, Panda! <laughs> I have to say, though, when we saw Usagi and Ray not in the dream, what they were actually doing when they thought they were riding, riding the carousel, brooms. that made me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> Where did they find those brooms? Everyone else, everything they had was imagined. Yeah, exactly. Where those were just like custodial <laughs> supplies. Like, they would have had to open a broom closet, <laughs> which presumably you would have to have keys to. So did did the dream princess like have them ready? Yep. Open up the door for them so that they could get well, the brooms? And they were like, okay, so they, they were they were, like, miming because yes, they were miming the actions of riding a carousel. So basically, they're like grinding <laughs> on these broom balls. And Usagi keeps going for a minute longer than Ray. <laughs> like she's like one more minute. <laughs> well, well, I mean, imagine this is the same episode that has an extended like up up shot of oh, Ray's skirt. Oh, there's cam. a big, there's some serious panty cam. And with they, Ray. they totally cut it in the in the deep dive, and I'm like, you know what? I don't they blame did. you for they that. They did. No, that, I, I did not blame that they, you for that. That, that was, makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, they didn't cut that much from the deep dub, honestly, in this episode. But they did cut that and weirdly cut like 30 seconds off the beginning of the episode for no reason. Um, I guess uh, commercial time. Uh, I, I think I think one of my favorite facts is that um, when everyone else dreams, they dream like candy mm, and like mm. gumdrops. And when Ray and Usagi dream, they're having a threesome on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's being a teenager. <laughs> That's some Tina Belcher shit. That right is there. some Tina Belcher shit right there. That's good. And then everybody started touching everyone's butts. Yes. <laughs> and they're, just, they're just touching the broom and thinking it's a butt. <laughs> We need to reanimate the end of this episode because we wrote a better ending, you guys. However, don't change a thing about Tuxedo Mask's actual appearance and exit because this is the gist of it. He throws a rose. He goes, stick to dreaming only when you're asleep. Tux out. <laughs> well, well, and, and it's very fitting. It's very, very fitting that this, uh, the monster in this is essentially a ventriloquist dummy because he says it without moving his goddamn lips. And like... Are you the Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. Now? Like you can just project your voice yes. without moving your lips. What's happening? <laughs> and then yeah, out. And then he again presumably jumps onto the train. Yeah, exactly. Panda's waiting for drive, him. Right there. Panda, drive, drive, drive. <laughs> like he's probably really pissed that he had to take time away from his day at the amusement I park know. to go and save the sailors. Guys, I know. He's like guys, this is my day off. Yep. I'm <laughs> just hanging out at not Disneyland. Yep. This is yep. I this don't. Is me um, this is me okay, time. so here was another weird difference between the deep dub and uh, the the <laughs> original version. Is so they so they go and they get Ami and and she wakes up and she's like, oh, it's the apple. It's draining everybody's energy because you know what 
evil Disney princesses complete without a poison apple. Um, and uh, in in the Deke dub, they say something about like, I'm gonna put the apple curse on them too. <laughs> what? <laughs> Clearly, this is anti-Mac propaganda. <laughs> the apple curse. This is all a metaphor uh, paid for by a PC computer company. It's a conspiracy yep. to uh, smear the reputation of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am going to write a strongly worded letter. I yeah. was gonna say I want to know how uh, deep the is, rabbit hole goes. I was gonna how say this is the rabbit hole. This go? is clearly not the Death Note musical, which is clearly sponsored by Apple computers. But you know what? <laughs> I believe that this is meant to be a Mac product because at the end it explodes. <laughs> I think a new operating system was released, and they were uh, like, Just, they didn't update their OS uh, they, it's fast gone. enough. Speaking of this final confrontation, and this was another thing that that stands out to me, again, mm. looking back on mm. it, because, you know, in, in most of the 90s episodes, it's very, right. very repetitive. Yes. And, and this is to you an think? extent, too. But, like, again, because this is a new teen dynamic, right. this is one of the only times where we actually kind of see them actually combine right. their abilities. Though, what Luna tell, told them to do was synchronize their attacks. That is not what happened. Because let me tell you, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, <laughs> you see some synchronized attacks. They have to be so synchronized, they have to sing a song. At the same so time. So that they're all on the Both same of rhythm. Dance like you want to win. Yeah, I mean, that is actually what happens. <laughs> they all sing the breakaway pop hit from I Know Minako, Say well, Lovey. But I, like, looking back on it, I'm like, why don't you do your fireballs mm-hmm. on her tiara more often? Because, like, right? that's cool. I know. It's really cool. Also. Can we talk about how Ami really didn't do anything? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what she always did, though. She, I know. She blinded the bad guy for about two seconds long enough for Ray to paralyze It's just it. so irritating that for the whole first season of Sailor Moon, Ami has no offensive attacks. Yeah, even like when they're they're fighting in like at the season finale, and like she she you know she creates the fog. The only offensive thing she can do is hit a monster with, with her, her computer. computer, and she's like, "This is all I got." Ugh. It's like when you're out of ammo. I mean, good for her. She's she's scrappy, but yeah. She yeah. just makes people slightly confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, to be fair, Dream Dolly was pretty confused. I mean, it's like a less obnoxious version of the of Tian's solar flare because Tian's solar yeah. flare is actually effective. Yeah, and this is just kind of like, huh? huh? Weird. It's a thick fog. It, it sort of blocks my vision, like mm-hmm. for a little bit. <laughs> this is kind of annoying. Yeah, I feel like this will be over in the next fifteen seconds or so, it's like, though. It's so cooler now. yeah. I appreciate my light sweater. Yeah. <laughs> this is mildly annoying. I forgot my jacket. <laughs> and then Mars jumps in, and the princess is looking right up her skirt, and so she's probably like, ah. Uh, and that's what's actually paralyzing. <laughs> yeah, her. exactly. It wasn't the bubbles. It was the. Oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Poor wardrobe choice. Jenny's skirt was not the best battle-ready armor. I feel like with so many hundreds of years of fighting, they would have incorporated some cheerleader spanks Mm -hmm. (laughs) at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, um, I remember a couple years ago, uh, somebody created like this Sailor Moon kind of doll maker on um, DeviantArt, mm-hmm. where you know you create your own Sailor yeah, Scout. Totally. It's adorable. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And one of the 
the options was like leggings or like mm-hmm. yeah, legging shorts or yeah, spanks. Yeah, yeah and there's like, lots of options. Why didn't or little little, little, hot, little hot pants like the sailor stars wear? <laughs> but of course, yeah. having the skirt over that, and it's like, why yeah. didn't the actual sailor scouts ever do that? Yeah, they animated it to be very like high cut bikini. It was a little uncomfortable. It's some fan service. Yeah, it was some fan service yeah. to be sure. They're 14. Uh, well, Stop it. Yeah, so, <laughs> gross. so, so they, gross. they win. The reaction shot of them succeeding, I wrote, oof, the B team came in to animate. <laughs> Watch it again. Ami's eyes are completely different sizes. One of them has just like gi- a giant pupil and the other one's like non-existent. Maybe she got hit really hard. <laughs> I mean, she did pass out for a little bit. She might have like That is true. She might have been sleeping on her face weird. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Uh, yeah. And then uh, and then it basically ends with little Ricky being like fuck. Well, I love <laughs> again, it again. We were talking about this earlier. Just his delivery in the deep dub was so funny. Um, and like in the Dude, deep dub, he was like, "And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids and their cat." <laughs> I hate was, those sailor scouts. It was very okay. Jedi in the deep dub. <laughs> It's just when he was the security guard for because he made his voice so different for the security guard. I was like, did they drop the security guard being Jedi? Like, I didn't know if it was going to be the same person. Uh, he was practicing. He's trying really hard. This is my disguise. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I have another press conference to get to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh as uh you ladies are aware uh the 90s was a magical time <gasps> where oh, that's right. We're back into this territory. children's television programs tried to sum up everything that happened on that week's episode into a moral <laughs> lesson oh, i'm so excited sailor moon had its own version of that Ooh. it was called sailor says <laughs> lola's ready she's like i know what it's about i have missed this i've missed this game <laughs> um i just have to make them up as i go along <laughs> sometimes people might seem friendly and they seem like you can trust them but don't trust it just anyone because sometimes you can't judge a book by the cover. If you see a nice stranger, make sure you ask a parent before you hang out with them. Oh, Sailor Moon would, says that's pretty good. That actually would have been better. That's <laughs> especially because this is a friendly stranger offering candy. Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> that yeah, actually, that's so good. That My, been good. I, I think it's gonna be. I'm gonna be like. Uh, Sometimes it seems like it's a good idea to shirk all of your responsibility and spend the day at the theme park. That's okay to do every once in a while, but don't forget, you need to make sure you finish your homework. Yeah, and be sure to help your parents out around the house whenever they ask you to do something, too. And when your parents tell you it's time to brush your teeth and go to bed, you should listen to them. Sailor Moon says, I'm just, just Nice. A big stab at it. I, I know what this one uh, is. You because watched I, it. I watched the deep dub. Uh, yeah, I cut it off before can, Sailor Moon says. I can do one. I can do oh, one, okay. though. Make, make one up. <laughs> hey, kids. I love candy. Candy's just the best. <laughs> and then have Amy come in going like, but it's important to eat nutritional food. <laughs> yes. There is actually a sailor says that is that. <laughs> of course there yeah. is. In you an episode me. that has nothing to, literally, and in that episode, there was one scene where Usagi was eating a crepe. And well, they made a whole sailor's well, ass. Well, and that would be way more fitting for this 
missed one because like <laughs> her whole objective this entire episode was getting her goddamn she's candy. Like, I want to gorge on cake. Yeah. Like, to the point where she's like, my candy. Oh yeah, and Amy also. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't abandon your friends for the promise of candy. Um, Sailor Moon says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Something so about cavities. This is, uh, this is what it actually is. Let's see how close we got. Probably not close at all. I'm nope. sure I'm right. It's so cool knowing that I saved the day. You, with that tiny little frisbee. My fireballs are what defeated are that monster. <laughs> nope. My frisbee against your silly fireballs anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Oh. Wait for it. Neither yeah. of you defeated her. What? We all did with teamwork. You did nothing, Ami. <laughs> Ami, you fucking did abs nothing oh, at all. You could just keep that teamwork going all the time. Hmm? But that's not teamwork. Everybody no. told everyone else that they were stupid and wrong. I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I will say that, like, this one is like. To, to its credit, it's just an extension of the episode. But if you were going to do an extension of the episode, then why not just keep all the stuff that you cut out? Right. <laughs> so angry at that. Well, because this is the thing about Sailor Says is usually it has absolutely nothing to do with the episode. But sometimes there are some really good lessons in it. Like in the skiing one, it's a really good lesson about how you can be in competition with your friends and still be friends with them. That's not what that episode's about. Oh. Ray tells Usagi their friendship is in the garbage. So. <laughs> I just thought of the best ending for this episode. What? Okay. Uh, bear with me. This would be like the best fan fiction I would ever write. Okay. So they're in the Sailor Moon says, and, and Ray's like, I I defeated them. And Usagi's like, I defeated them. And Ami goes, no, neither of you defeated them. And they'd be like, why? And she'd be like, because the real Ami didn't come home with you. And then her head disappears. And you find out she's been replaced by a robot. And then it just cuts to, like, the credits. Yikes. Yikes. Plot twist. <laughs> and then her head twist. The new head twist. And everyone just goes. <laughs> just like it, it cuts to black and you hear the screams right before her eyes roll. Into exactly. Uh, oh, I would watch the shit out of that. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, I'd be so good at children's programming. <laughs> that is like a goosebumps ending. Yeah. D yeah. could just, T could just really fuck with children's minds. <laughs> they could have. They had plenty of opportunities to and scar us for life. That and they closes didn't. this meeting of the Midnight <laughs> Society. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that is gonna conclude this episode of Wee. love and justice a serious sailor moon podcast <laughs> megan thanks for coming back to uh talk with us again and you guys great suggestion yeah this is a great suggestion for an episode no, thank you guys so so much like i said this is this is was my introduction to sailor moon and this is the episode i go back to whenever i come back to sailor moon yeah when I go away yeah when bit, you want to like, like get back into it exactly yeah um, it, it okay. was a really, it was a really good episode. I don't know, you know, and I usually have a lot of shit to say about this, the the uh, filler episodes, and I genuinely enjoyed this one. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, evil dolls, man. There's just something yeah, about evil totally, dolls. Totally, it's timeless. <laughs> and, and it fits with the month. It yeah. fits with our uh, the spooky theme of the month. Yeah, exactly. That was uh, like a horror movie. That was a horror movie. Yeah, did, it could have really been a horror movie did with you your guys ending. See yeah. the the trailer for uh, the the horror movie The Boy? No, um, it dropped no. last week, and it's basically the next like evil doll movie. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I did a write up for the movie check on it, and I may have like embedded a gif of this because I was talking about when I was a kid one of my stupid classmates mm-hmm. said that like this doll that I brought in for like a show and tell thing looked like Chucky and then after that I could never see it as anything but Chucky because it had crazy red Aww. hair and I was like fuck you Christopher Kramer <laughs> I remember you uh, go to hell Christopher Kramer go to hell <laughs> actually I think he's a priest so well, it's gonna be really hard yeah irony <laughs> I know right but um but so and then I also mentioned that like this was my introduction to Sam right 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 and I included that gift so like if you guys want to go check out my movie check article about the boy trailer you will find this gift you can, you can see in the, the, the lingering effects of this episode on Megan's entire life <laughs> scarred my childhood psyche it's great uh, so uh, Megan where where can we get more from you uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram yeah Megan just got Instagram wow at the Menguin that's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N I also write articles for the movie chick that's chick with two k's and um actually just like on the side i've been doing like a lot of vlogs for a series i'm calling called silver screams they're also on twitter and instagram that's silver underscore screams it's just basically me watching scream queens and like mtv <gasps> screen and just going this is what i like and this is this was stupid and this was awesome and yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically just sitting down with a drink and talking about what i liked and what scream i didn't like scream queens is amazing so it's pretty good, fun right? it's like scream meets heathers it's so wonderful. It's Watch just, it. It's just great. spectacular. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of it, and I've really enjoyed what I've seen so far. I just love there was a character called Deaf Taylor Swift. <laughs> She's... Oh, I was going to say something. <laughs> <That's> a spoiler. <laughs> it's a spoiler. But, um, but no, Chanel's... The Chanel's are great. The um, And not this week, because I haven't seen this week's, but the previous week was like just a, like an, an entire episode of homages. Like they had mm-hmm. this great shining uh, uh, moment. They had a Silence of the Lambs homage. Little little tiny uh, bit. Yeah. It was just great. The, uh, the Hedgemaid. An homage to uh, boy bands. <laughs> back streets, back. Um, right. Which, incidentally, they all... Also had on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, <laughs> I finally watched that tonight. Um, uh, really quickly. Um, when I was in high school, I was like a cool, like hipster kid before there were hipsters. I was like, I'm bohemian. I don't care about like cool things. But I secretly loved that music video so much. I'd be like, boy bands, gross. And then I'd go home and I'd be like, I'm just gonna turn on MTV in the background and just wait for the. Oh my god, it's that video. And uh, who was the one who was the the Jekyll and Hyde? Was that Howie? I think it was. No, Howie no. was a vampire. Is there a Kevin? No, what, Howie Ke- was no the, Kevin. Was yeah, Howie yeah, Kevin. The, I was, was Howie the Phantom of the Opera. Was AJ I think Howie, Jekyll and Hyde? No, no, no. I, th- I think that Lola's right. I think it was Brian. I think what we need to do. You're right. I Brian was, was Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. But what we need to do I is was watch this music video. Watch it. So obviously that's what we're gonna do after I we stop recording. Was very into that Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> very. I was into that <laughs> singing later on this is the moment talking yes about that music video. oh my god <laughs> yes all the yes lola where can we get more from you 
Well, um, the the best places to find me, uh, anywhere you find an Unwinona, that's me. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Tumblr, I'm basically anywhere an Unwinona can be found, that's me. Uh, also, my side project that I'm really amped about right now, if you go to Twitter or Tumblr and look up cool boxcar kids, it's my boxcar children fan fiction. <laughs> and uh, I lied in the last episode and said there'd be a new uh, chapter out within the next week. And then life got in the way. There's going to be another one eventually, but I'm having too much fun uh, enjoying Halloween with a bunch of horror movies and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be in November, but I think it will be Halloween themed. Have you seen the episode of Steven Universe where uh, about the No Home Boys? No. Uh, when when oh. you get to it, I'm okay. I'm very excited, but yeah, no, it's um, it's really great. There's an angry drifter ghost. There's all sorts of like dark magic and side characters. It's crazy go nuts. I highly recommend it. <laughs> And uh, I'm Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. That's all Fs as in Fred. No S's as in snake. They tend to sound the same when you say them into a phone or a microphone. It's always fun when someone has made a hotel reservation for me over the phone. Uh, <laughs> you can see me on a bunch of shows at After Buzz TV. I do a lot of them with Megan. Uh, <laughs> starting soon, we're doing Ash versus the Evil Dead, Hell which I'm yeah, so excited about. We're actually covering the premiere of that, so it's going to be awesome. And yeah. it seems like there's a pretty good chance we're going to get Bruce Campbell in the studio, and I'm just going to be just keeping so my fingers happy. Crossed. Crossing I, fingers. I'm trying not to get my hopes up, but I know. I'm getting my hopes yeah, up. Yeah, but I'm getting my hopes up. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, yeah, and Star Wars Rebels. I'm doing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Bob's Burgers, Steven Universe, all kinds of awesome, awesome shows. Um, follow me on Twitter. I tweet about it. Uh, I also write articles for Legion of Leia, I, just about various nerdy topics. I provide some coverage for them on Wednesdays after Wednesday afternoons. Today, I wrote an article about the Back to the Future Honest trailer and uh, <laughs> about the new stills from uh, Batman versus Superman, which show some photos of uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in action. So that was pretty cool. Uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, and uh, so that's that's what I do. I, I so do, you're not I do, too busy. Nah, nah. I do I do some stuff, uh, but uh, you Gosh, know. Look at this girl just twiddling her thumbs. <laughs> I just sit around like, doing nothing. Oh all my god! The time. Get a life. Thank goodness I produce this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you do with yourself. Which uh, which you can find on Twitter at lnjpod. That's letter L is in love. Letter N as in Nancy. Letter J as in Justice. Pod. First part of podcast. Uh, at LNJ Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. Or if you just really want to pour your heart out and you don't want everybody else to see it, you can also email us at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com. Send us your Backstreet Boys fan fiction. Yes, please send us your Backstreet Boys fan fiction. <laughs> I want to know if uh, Sailor Moon ever gave anybody nightmares. Like, oh, if there was ever like a monster question. that just scared Ooh, the crap out of you. Yeah. Kid. A plus. That. <laughs> It's Sailor Moon itself. You know what? You know, not, it wasn't Sailor Moon, but it was another anime. Um, Vampire Hunter D. So scary to me as a kid. Granted, I was like nine the first time he I saw had Vampire an Hunter eye D. In his no, he, he has a whole face, face in his hand. A face in his hand. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> I may have just bought uh, Bloodlust on Blu-ray yeah, uh, for the purposes of just solely to review it for Silver Screams, of course. Of course, and not yeah, yeah. at all to just stare at his pretty face. Yeah, the animation <laughs> is beautiful in Bloodlust. 
Uh, Him looking Meyer, man. Yeah, look, looking look back good. at looking back at Vampire Hunter D now, I'm like, this is not scary at all. But it was terrifying when I was nine. <laughs> I mean, there was a there was a scary party city looking vampire. <laughs> yep, yep, it's fine. It's no big, great. no big. It's great. Uh, though when the doctor turns no, into a vampire, that's still legitimately terrifying. Like, and then like. Like he gets thrown over the side of a cliff oh, and yeah. like he turns back to normal for like a brief second as it's, he's plunging to his that death. That scene is that still legitimately messed traumatizing. Up. Uh, messed yeah. Up. So, but yeah, that that's awesome. If you guys have any Sailor Moon villains that terrified you as a child, or I guess in my case, any just general anime villains, it's fair game. Uh, tweet them at us, email us right on our Facebook page. We would love to hear about it. Uh, and uh, you can also leave us reviews in the iTunes store because I'll give you a shout out on the podcast I have for everybody. Thank you all of you who have left reviews on iTunes. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we'll be back with another episode on Halloween. <laughs> a very, very special episode. <laughs> special being the operative word. <laughs> and uh, we will talk at you all again then. Bye.